Men's Alliance is a growing movement of tribes meeting weekly for a rugged outdoor workout and a real-world devotion around a fire. We're flipping tires, swinging sledgehammers, talking about real struggles, and getting pushed physically and spiritually to become the husbands, fathers, and leaders God designed us to be. We'll get you out of isolation, out of your comfort zone, and into something tribal, rugged, and real. Men, this is Connor Dillingham, Call Sign Chief. Here at Men's Alliance, we love your charitable donations. Those donations allow us to reach more men to become the leaders that God has called us to be. But do you know there's another way that you can support us and look awesome in the process? Have you checked out our online merch store? There's so much to choose from, and personally, I can never have enough cool MA gear. Here's all you got to do. Go to mensalliancetribe.com, click on store in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. On that screen is our finished strong line of shirts and sweatshirts. Also, be sure to check out the Barbarian Ambassador shirt. These are must-have items. Also on this screen is a link to our Tribe Coffee and Tribe Coffee t-shirt. I'm a huge coffee guy, and to be honest, I can't determine whether I like the coffee better or the Tribe Coffee shirt. Even coffee snobs love this stuff. Also, at the top of the screen is a link that will take you to our classic collection. You're, you're going to find some pure gold on that link. You'll find the MA Coffee mug as well. Pick out your items, pick out your size, and we have a ton of great colors to choose from. Put the stuff in the shopping cart, pay with your credit card, and bam, you're done. Our shipping department will get you your gear in a hurry. One warning, though, once you start, it's hard to stop. I may have heard from my wife, another Men's Alliance shirt? Yes, dear, that's correct. As always, we appreciate your support, but when you get your Men's Alliance gear, you'll be the one that felt like you got the gift. Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm Dave Mills, call sign Goose, flying solo today. Got a lot going on in Men's Alliance. Can't wait to give you an overview of what's been happening. So first of all, we started this year off, we hit 26 tribes in January at the beginning of the new year. We're at 43 right now as I speak. And 17 in six months is, is pretty amazing. Just a quick shout out, uh, Gaborum tribe at Mount Pleasant Baptist. We got Rockwood tribe getting ready to launch at Journey Church. So excited about that. Oak tribe, Round Oak Baptist, Spiritus tribe, Hope Point Church. Tuckahoe Tribe at Hope Church. We got 530 Tribe at Chapel Midlothian. We got a second Lion Tribe going in York, PA. And we just recently launched Campbell City Tribe down there in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and Whiskey Tribe in Sergoinsville, Tennessee. Columbia Tribe in Hermiston, Oregon. Spartan Tribe, Haymarket, Virginia, and Beemore Tribe up in White Marsh, Maryland. Uh, plus, right before that, you know, we've got uh, Hatchie Tribe down in Waxahachie, Texas, uh, Lone Star Tribe in Savoy, Texas, and, and and plus we got down in Orlando, we've got from North Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, Pennsylvania, it's growing, it's incredible to be a part of this fast-growing ministry. So just a quick uh, shout-out there to all you guys in those brand-new tribe launches, so excited for you. And we have a team that is literally praying for you every week with your regional leaders, your division leaders. Every tribe has a wingman. So excited about that. All right. I want to share with you just real quick 
this is not the the topic of the podcast, but my vision, my vision for Men's Alliance is for it to be the most impactful men's ministry in the nation. Now, I'm not saying the largest. I'm not saying the most popular. I'm not saying, um, you know, all the bells and whistles and most famous, most impactful. And that's because what we're doing is low-key. It's small groups of men around fires, and it involves training. And training is something that just ain't happening anywhere else in our country. It's easy to go get entertained. It's easy to get entertained in big churches across this country on Sunday mornings. It's easy to get a big show, to get a big production, but it's hard to get training, to get that one-on-one training to make you a better ambassador, to help you give the gospel, to help you answer the tough questions that your kids are going to have. That's what we're doing at Men's Alliance. We are training men. That's how I want us to become the most impactful. So you think about this. Who's our competition? Who's the current competition out there doing what we do? Nobody. It's breakfast. Our biggest competition is breakfast because that's what most men's ministries look like. And I know you can go back, you can listen to our podcast on men's ministry in America where we're just talking the whole time about that. But there ain't a lot going on. Men need more than a big annual event, and they need more than a virtual tribe, some online community, right? We need to stop running the same play. I used to go to my son's uh, high school football game back when he played, and the coach would always call the same bad play four times in a row. Right. And you're just like, man, if it ain't working, stop running it. Feel like the exact same message needs to be heard across the nation today when it comes to men's ministry. We need to stop running the same play. And that play is sit in rows of cushioned seats, face a big stage, sing and listen to a famous person talk. That's the play. That's the play for men's ministry in this country. And it ain't working. How do we know it's not working? Because men in this country are facing an epidemic of suicide, depression, addiction, pornography, affairs. It, it's, it's rampant. We talk a lot about, and we're doing a whole series coming up about mental health and men in America, but we talk a lot about how middle-aged men in America are the highest demographic for suicide. So that tells you the play that they're running ain't working. It's time to run a different play. It's time to get outside, get uncomfortable, join a tribe, get trained. And I'm talking spiritually, physically, relationally, and emotionally. That's what makes us better men. So Men's Alliance is bringing a new play to the playbook for men's ministry in America. Now, I love men's breakfast, and I love big seminars, but they're just not enough. They're kind of like the special teams, right? You got to have them. They're great. They're important. You got to be able to return kickoffs and kick field goals. But that can't be your only play, right? That's why men's alliance is spreading. Churches are putting us on their buffet of men's ministry, and guys are eating it up. So that seminar you go to, that big annual amazing seminar, That wouldn't work with your physical fitness, right? You're not going to get fit. You're certainly not going to learn a martial art that way. You can't learn judo from YouTube. But I'm not sure why we think that listening to a speaker will make us better husbands, fathers, and leaders and ambassadors for Christ. We need that 
training piece. You got to walk away from that event and put it into training and get feedback, right? Practice it. How am I doing? Here's where you can improve. Here's what you did well. Here's what you could do better. That's what we do at Men's Alliance. We're training ambassadors, barbarian ambassadors at that. So, by the way, check out our newest video on the Men's Alliance patch class. If you haven't seen this video yet, go see it. If you've already seen it, go watch it again. It's going to be in the show notes to this podcast. It's also on our website. It's an absolute must-watch video about how we are training men, about what is the patch class. How do men earn the Men's Alliance patch? It answers all these questions, and it shows it up close and personal. We had an amazing team of cameramen and sound guys follow Patch Class 04 all the way through their event filming it. And we tried not to give too much away, but we wanted to show you enough so that you realize how amazing it is. So go watch the Patch Class video and then sign up for your patch. All right. If you're in a tribe, talk to your tribe leader about getting signed up. Now, I'm about to make the coolest announcement. I'm so excited about this. I can't wait to tell you guys this. Okay. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, but you don't live near a tribe, this announcement's for you. Okay. If you like our message, if you're with us 100%, you're, you're with Men's Alliance, um, and you wish you were in a tribe, and you love what you hear, and you wish you could get a call sign and this challenge coin thing and attend a Men's Alliance patch class, this announcement is for you because we've created something just for you. All right? Mark your calendars. Men's Alliance Start the Fire Weekend is going to be in November the 10th through 11th. Save the date, mark your calendars. It's going to cost about $250, okay? I'm just telling you this so you can look forward to it and mark your calendars. The registration page will be up later. It's going to cost a little bit of money, but not a ton. It'll be in Midlothian, Virginia. You will get immersed in MA in a weekend event of flipping tires, swinging sledgehammers, bear crawling with sandbags, building fires, sharing devotions. This is going to be an event unlike any men's ministry event you have ever been to, guaranteed, all outdoors, all tribal, rugged, real. You will be trained to lead, to serve, to give the gospel, and you are going to come away from this event with more than just a t-shirt. You're going to come away from this event as a tribesman with a call sign and a challenge coin, and a guaranteed spot in an upcoming patch class. It will be perhaps the most life-changing weekend of your life. More details to come, but mark your calendars. November 10th through 11th, start the fire weekend. There will be very limited spots available to this. I think we're probably going to only accept uh, 25 men, and you will have to memorize the creed before you get here. Now, Let's talk about what's going on in this upside down clown world culture that we live our, that we live in. And that that's why we use the term barbarians, by the way, if you didn't know that. 
you need to go back and listen to our podcast episode called Barbarian Ambassadors. A barbarian is a term that the Greeks started to refer to somebody who was not Greek. Then the Romans used it to refer to somebody who was not a Roman citizen. The term barbarian has always been used to label somebody who did not conform, did not belong to the prevailing culture. Well, in this crazy upside down clown world culture that we live in, I want to be a barbarian. I don't want to conform to this. I don't want to be a member of this. I am an outsider, right? That's why we've got our barbarian t-shirts with the words of Paul written to the church in Rome, written on it, do not conform, right? That's who we are. That's what we mean when we say barbarian ambassadors, which by the way, you can go on our website store and get your barbarian ambassador t-shirt. It is freaking cool. That's what we're about. That's why barbarian. So let's talk about what's going on. I am going to share an article with you guys today. This is something a little bit different for the podcast. I'm going to read you an article. Okay, first I'm going to tell you a little bit about who it's by. Okay, so this is an article that came out last month in Fox News by uh, Senator Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley is a senator out of Missouri, and uh, he's he's written a book. After I read this article, I started you know kind of kind of like reading a little bit more about who Josh Hawley is. I'm not. Um, previously a big, you know, follower of his or anything. But he just wrote a book that just came out this year called Manhood, The Masculine Virtues America Needs. Now, I have not read this book yet, but it's on my reading list. I will get to it this summer. Maybe we'll maybe we'll talk more about it. But that's who Josh Hawley is. But the thing that caught my attention, the thing I want to share with you guys today is this article he wrote. A friend of mine sent me this article. Actually, two friends sent it to me same day. It's called America's Men Are in Crisis, and it's rooted in one big lie. It's a great title for an article, isn't it? Because it makes you want to find out what that big lie is. That's why I read it. America's Men Are in Crisis, and it's rooted in one big lie. All is not well with men in this country. Of all the things this country needs, stronger borders, better paying jobs, some basic safety on our streets, above all, America needs stronger men. The left has spent decades running men down, blaming them for everything from climate change to, quote, the patriarchy, end quote. They're wrong. Strong men aren't the problem. For America, stronger Better men are the solution. I certainly agree with that statement. All is not well with the men in this country. The numbers tell the tale. Men are lonelier than ever before. They're dropping out of the labor workforce in greater numbers than ever before. They're struggling more with drug abuse and alcohol. They increasingly forego a college education even as they delay getting married and having kids in any other demographic group was if any other demographic group was struggling to this extent, we'd call it a national crisis. And it is, but the left doesn't see it that way. 
They blame boys and men for the sins of the world. They say all masculinity is toxic, that simply to be a man is to make the world a worse place. They propose to do away with traditional masculinity altogether. The left's campaign to re-educate men begins as early as preschool, where too many boys are punished for aggressive play, and if they don't comply, medicated out of their boyishness. As young men, they're denied the manufacturing jobs that allowed their fathers to earn good wages. The governing class, having long ago shipped those jobs overseas and set adrift on college campuses filled with activists who despise them. And popular culture relentlessly bangs this same drum. When men aren't morons, they're actively evil. At bottom, this critique of men is rooted in a lie. That men shouldn't be leaders, creators, and heroes, but just consumers looking out for themselves. The truth is just the opposite. We, mean, we need men to step up. America's men have the power to transform this country for the better. Want to curb this epidemic of child poverty? Get a father to start contributing to his wife and children. Want to address the cataclysm of youth violence? Put a father in the picture. Men can help bring peace and order to a nation racked by crisis. They can change the destiny of their families and whole neighborhoods. Their power, once tapped, can be a mighty and world-shaping thing. Power alone, though, isn't enough. Power only, comes, power only becomes true strength, a force for good, when it's used in the right ways for the right reasons. What we need is a guide, a roadmap for what it means to be a good man. And for that, we should turn to the faith of our fathers. In the same breath that the left attacks traditional manhood, they attack traditional faith as well. That's no coincidence. Faith and manhood are linked because for centuries men have looked to faith, to the Bible, to understand who they are and what they can be. In this, same, in this time of turmoil, our ancient faith can guide us again. The story of the Bible is more than a collection of familiar tales. It is an invitation to men to find their place in the cosmos, to take up their role in a grand drama that supercharges their lives with meaning. Beginning with Adam in the Garden of Eden, the Bible says men are tasked with bringing order to the world, transforming chaos into beauty, the wilderness into a garden. To perform that noble task, every man must form his character. He must shape his soul. The path to manhood is the path to virtue. Men are called to form the character of husbands and fathers. They are charged to give themselves for others and humbly accept their own limits. Just as Abraham devoted himself to his wife, Sarah, and trusted God's promise of a son to come. Men are called to the character of warriors and builders. They must battle evil and bring beauty out of chaos, just as Joshua challenged the monsters of Canaan and David laid the foundations for God's temple. And men are called to the character of priests and kings. They must bring the promise of eternity everywhere they go and use their power to preserve 
truth, and liberty. For years, American men have heard just one story, that they are outmoded and oppressive, that the best they can do is stand aside and let today's elites run things. It's a story preached by our contemporary culture from cradle to grave. Stand down, be passive, you'll just make things worse. It's time to start telling a better story. It's time to call our boys and men to lead. That's how you transform a nation. That's the end of the article by Josh Hawley. Now, you may have heard a line or two in there that you didn't 100% agree with. That's fine. We don't have to agree with everything. And you know what? I think he stated a couple very, very minor things uh, differently from how I would have phrased them. But you know what? That's missing the point. The point is this is a man of faith, a senator in our country, writing this boldly about the Bible, about the virtues of manhood? Is anybody else doing this? Now, I know that Men's Alliance isn't a political group, and maybe you bristled a little bit at the words, the left. But like I said in our podcast with Mark Early, we can't allow moral issues to get labeled as political issues, and then we're told not to discuss political issues, right? You see, these, these uh, topics that Josh Hawley writes about are not political. They're moral. They're biblical. We cannot allow them to be politicized. Whichever side of the aisle you're on, left or right, you should stand up for biblical manhood. I, I cannot imagine a Christian man disagreeing with that statement. We need to stand up for biblical manhood of what Senator Hawley in this article calls uh, the character of husbands and fathers, the character of warriors and builders, the character of priests and kings, to not be passive. That is the story of biblical manhood. I think it's a fantastic article. I look forward to reading his book. Somebody on the left writes an article this good, I'll read it too. All right, send it to me. Uh, this isn't about left or right. This is about biblical manhood. And anything written this well about the need for American men to step up and lead in the model that the Bible lays out, I will read regardless of what side of the aisle the author is from. Men, look for what unites us. Look for what brings us together. Don't look for ways to divide. Guys, I'll just end us here with the words from Senator Hawley. Strong men aren't the problem. For America, stronger, better men are the solution. Guys, I agree with that 100%. I hope you do too. Love you. Appreciate you. See you around the fire. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Men's Alliance podcast. Find your tribe at mensalliancetribe.com, or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. And send us your questions or comments to info at mensalliancetribe.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we look forward to seeing you around the fire soon.